welcome back to the hot tip as daily pick show for ufc vegas 47 back with some more action for this week didn't have a usc card last week um the last ufc card the pay-per-view we ended up doing pretty good betting so far in the ufc this year we are five and one bellator last week didn't treat us nearly as good went zero and three with that card but um we got a couple of dogs in fact it's a dog heavy card this week and some bets that i absolutely love so let's jump right into it Now, the first fight I want to take a look at, Mark andre Berriot taking on Chitty Njikawani. Berriot comes into this fight 13-4. and Njikawani is 10 or 20-7, and seven rather. Um, and Njikawani, you know, a guy you may remember from Bellator, had a pretty decent run over there. Um, had some very high-level fights over there. But, you know, on the Contender Series in his last fight, got the win over Mario Felipe de Sosa, getting him this opportunity here in the UFC. And for Berriot, um, you know, he enters this fight on a two-fight win streak as well um, after you know a disappointing stretch you know three losses and no contest um there so he's he's looking to get things turned around here and he is a guy with a lot of power you know nine of his 13 wins has come via ko he's a solid striker got a solid kickboxing skill set but he's going up a guy against a guy in ninja gawani who has a major major size advantage i mean the two inch height advantage is you know gonna hurt him a little but that seven inch reach advantage, oh, I mean, Njigawani's arms are just so, so long and ranges his huge advantage um, coming into this fight. Not to mention, Njigawani is a very, very solid striker. He's a very technical striker. Um, and he's just, you know, a really good striker in general. He's you good with the leg kicks as well. Um, a solid kickboxing background. And he's just a super strong guy in general. He has a lot of power with his strikes. And like I said, the range, especially being able to control that um, and, and, you know, keep the fight going the pace he wants is going to be huge coming into this one um he's also got a brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt so you know his wrestling game not the worst in the world either if he goes to the ground he can make it work um and we've seen him do it before looking over at barrio it's not that he's a bad fighter by any means i mean um he's decently good at protecting himself we saw that in his last fight you know keeping the hands um close to the body close to the face protecting against the shots and that's something you're definitely going to have to do um you know having the the range disadvantage in this one and Barriot has a high fight iq he's a very smart guy in the octagon you know he's not just going to go in there um and let himself get knocked out by any means um but I honestly think his best path to victory is not to try and stay on the feet. It's not to try to use that power and KO. It's to get this to the ground and try to wrestle. Not that Njikawani is a bad wrestler, uh, but I think Burial has a slight advantage on the ground game, especially if he can get there, get the back, get top control, um, and really just try and ground his pound, his way to victory here. Um, and really, to be quite frank, my <laughs> opinion on this fight is his only path to victory for Burial would be through the ground. Um, but I, even with that, even trying to shoot takedowns, even with the striking, the reach for me is just such a disadvantage in this fight. I think he's going to have a hard time overcoming that mismatch. Um, and Andrew Gawani, you know, is a very athletic guy. He's not just a guy who's, you know, going to let you get top control on him, not just going to let you take him down. And, you know, he's good on the ground as well. He's a very patient striker. He knows his skill set. He knows how to utilize it. And he knows how to capitalize when you leave it open. So um, I love Andrew Gawani in this fight. I would love to take, you know, a KO, maybe something like that. Personally, though, I feel like this fight is going to end up going the distance. I think Andrew Gawani really just controls it from start to finish. Um, probably a 30-27 win for him. So like Andrew Gawani, to win this fight by decision but just taking the money line here for Njigawani plus 105. And the next fight on the card Hakeem Dawadu taking on Michael Trezano. Dawadu comes into this fight 12-2 and 1. Trezano is 9 and 1 and for Trezano got the win over Lodovic Klein back in May. 
Um, and on top of that, you know, the former Ultimate Fighter champion, um, he's building a pretty good resume for himself coming up here. You know, only one pro loss on the record. Hakeem Dewanadu, um, the loss to Muzarvel back in June. Um, and, you know, before that, he was on a decent streak, you know, wins in the five fights before that. But um, we saw a little bit, you know, step up in competition, a little bit tougher fight. He kind of regresses a little. Um, coming into this fight, though, you know, two guys who are fairly similar in size. Duwadu does have the one-inch reach advantage. Trezano has a three-inch height advantage. So size-wise, I mean, maybe the height is a little bit of a factor. But honestly, I don't think it's going to be much of a factor for either one of these guys. Um, Duwadu, though, is a good striker. You know, his striking skill set is very, very solid. He's a very technical striker. Um, he knows what he's doing in the octagon, not to mention a fast striker. Um, he, he has some power in the hands. Um, and while he can, you know, throw a lot of punches and, and throw a lot of strikes at times, he doesn't seem to necessarily know when to control. He doesn't necessarily know when to hold back a little bit, you know, save his energy and then um, come and be explosive. His explosiveness seems to be, you know, when he, I'd say when he needs it, because that contradicts exactly what I just said, but, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't know how to control it. He's just, he's explosive when he doesn't need to be explosive. And then when he should be explosive, he doesn't have the energy left in the fight um, to, to, you know, try and go with him. And I get it. He is the favorite here and I would make him the favorite. You know, he's the more technical, fighter in this strike or in this fight but he shouldn't be this big of a favor i mean trezano um in his own right is very very good from range he's a very solid striker himself and not to mention he's a very very durable guy he can take the punch um, with the best of them he's got a very very good defensive skill set um, not to mention his grappling game is very solid as well and Trezano is a patient guy you know he'll wait for Dewadu to tire himself out to to you know use that explosiveness at the wrong time wait for his opportunities uh, wait for those moments and just attack you know Trezano does have a very very solid gas tank going into this one um, which I absolutely love to see from a fighter of his skill set um, and honestly, the reason I want to bet this fight for Trezano is not because I think he's, you know, necessarily even a better fighter than Dewadu, um, but it's just the fact that he's getting no respect in this fight. I mean, Trezano should be, you know, plus 110, maybe plus 120 in this fight, but the fact that it's, you know, plus 157 and even higher at some books absolutely makes no sense to me um, for this one. Um, really, I think he, he, you know, just, you know, stays in the fight and, and, and finds ways to, to score points and, and really just get the, you know, decision victory for him um i think Dewadu gets tired in the later rounds and trezano um you know has an opportunity to get in there and do his damage so give me michael trezano plus 157 here in this fight and the final fight we got for the night the co-main event punchale soriano taking on nick maximov soriano comes into this fight eight and one in his career nick maximov is seven and oh and for maximov coming into this one a great win over cody brundage in his last fight um soriano a pretty disappointing loss to brendan allen in his last fight but you know soriano is an absolute killer of a striker i mean and just a fighter in general i mean the power he has in some of his strikes is very, very dangerous. He's always looking for, you know, potential KO spots. Um, and he uses the volume very, very good. I mean, a major strength um, advantage for him in this fight, you know, that's, that striking is, is very, very solid. But he's going up against a guy, Nick Maximoff, who absolutely has the slight size advantage, one-inch height advantage, um, a three-and-a-half-inch reach advantage. So I would expect Maximoff to, to use some of that to his advantage. Don't get me wrong, though. I mean, Maximov has nowhere near the level of experience that Soriano has. 
um, you know, being five years younger and he doesn't necessarily have the high level experience. Um, but, you know, that's what gives us such good odds in this fight. I mean, Maximov is a guy um, who in his fights is, you know, good at controlling it. He doesn't let him get out of hand. He doesn't let his opponents just, you know, take control of the fight and him never have a chance. Um, and while he might not be the best striker in the world, he uses it okay and, and he knows how to use his skill set. Um, but one major, major advantage that I think Maximov is going to have in this one is the takedowns, is the ground game, is the grappling. I mean, Maximov is a guy who's going to be looking to shoot takedowns the entire fight. I mean, if you leave him an opening, he's going to try and take you down. He's going to pin you up against the cage. He's going to try and get your back. Um, and, and he's just going to try to wear you out and, and, and make you do stuff you don't want to do. I mean, we saw against Brundage, his wrestling game um, was very, very strong. And I'm not saying Soriano is a horrible wrestler by any means. I mean, he's a former state champion wrestler. Um, but... I, it's going up against a guy like Maximov. I think it's going to be very, very hard. You know, Soriano's got to prepare for those takedowns. He's, Maximov is going to be shooting them the entire fight. And for Soriano, his best path to victory is to keep this thing on the feet and try to, you know, strike it out. Um, because the Soriano, one issue I have, you know, is gas tank. I'm not going to say it's horrible because it's, it's not the worst in the world. It is definitely still a question mark, though, going into this game. I'm not going to say he is a good gas tank by any means. Maximov, though, you know, using that jujitsu skill set, um, is very important to him. I think, honestly, his grappling is what wins him this fight. And if he can, you know, get those takedowns and get the grappling control, push him up against the cage, you know, get top control, get him on his back and, you know, just, just make him work for it. I really think Maximov is going to put him in a great spot to get a possible submission victory in this one. Soriano, like I said, Beth's tactic victory to be to keep this on the feet and really try to get the knockout for Maximov. If this thing goes to decision, um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's, it kind of just depends. If we stayed on the feet the whole time, it's probably Soriano. If we went to the ground, it's probably Maximov. Um, and really what it comes down to, kind of like the last fight, Maximov is just way overvalued here. Um, I would put him... As the slight underdog, probably plus 110, plus 120, similar to the last fight. Um, but at plus 165, it's just too much money. So give me Nick Maximov, plus 165 against Punchali Soriano. And that wraps it up for UFC Vegas 47. If you want to see picks for everything going on with the UFC this weekend, head over to hotdebest.com. Take a look at the computer model picks up on the website. Got picks for all of the fights, as well as college basketball, NBA, NHL. Got the Super Bowl coming up next week. So take a look at all that stuff on the website, as well as follow the Hot Tip Bets main account at Hot Tip Bets on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok to stay up to date with everything happening on those social platforms, as well as follow me at Hot Tip Bets Chris on Twitter and Instagram to stay up to date with all the content I'm putting out, as well as follow the Bet Stamp account so you get early access to all the picks. The second I record each episode, um, that's the first place the odds get posted. So definitely go take a look at Bet Stamp. And last but definitely not least, if you're watching here on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for UFC Vegas 47. And thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.